What's up, boys? What's up, dude? What up, guys? What up? Well, yeah. well, dude, welcome back to the to the broadcast, John McKeever. Thanks yes. for being with us. Back, oh, yeah. bitch. On the day that fucking wet ass pussy premieres. <laughs> oh, is that what that means? Yeah. Yeah. Wop. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we can start over. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I didn't know that. Did you guys? I I didn't. I had no idea what it was until six minutes ago. When I thought it meant uh, the sound that like uh, this is, this makes me feel old, but the sound like a uh, ass cheeks make when they clap, like wop 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 wop. Yeah. <laughs> wow, dude. This is. I mean, this is this is like a a fucking. I think uh, it's what's that guy's name Lynch, like a Lynch movie. Uh, oh, Lynch movie. it is a. Da- you know what? There's a lot of David Lynch references. Actually, it might have just been the floor pattern in the fucking. <laughs> are we calling it WAP or WAP? I'll call it WAP. WAP. I like WAP. I like WAP. 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 <laughs> Dude, it's great. It, there's like only one music video right now, and everyone just keeps making it. Like it's yeah. I, that that. Yeah, I know what you mean? What was it? It's Cardi B, right? I completely. Yeah. Unable to tell the difference between that and uh, the Takashi video from last month. Well, dude, to that point, like Takashi, they they showed um, the same set from a Nicki Minaj video. It, it was there was no difference. It was the same exact set that he used to make um, his latest video. Where he's it all just looks like Pee Wee's Playhouse, but with like slightly more comb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. I bet there was a lot of comb at Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, we. That was the part he left out. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, there was a, a lot of here. <laughs> you say come everyone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, imagine you're getting your dick sucked in cherry and then all of a sudden cherry puts its arms around you. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, cowboy Curtis. <laughs> It'll be that kind of morning. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to come that much, but okay. <laughs> Thanks for helping me shoot my load. <laughs> Four <laughs> ropes. <laughs> Let's count them, boys and girls. One. <laughs> so, Some, something you'd like to add to my math, Amazing Larry? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, uh, boy, oh boy. So, th- yeah, thanks for tipping me off to that, Mike. I... I I as soon as I started watching the video, my my bird started like it started like acting like a dog with its own leash in its mouth, just like ah, 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 <laughs> like he heard me say the W word and it needed to get out. <laughs> just fucking claws on hardwood floor. That was that was know, what man. my wiener was doing. Uh, to be honest with you, man, I'm more of a dry pussy man. Oh yeah, you like to you like to figure it out. You're like a pussy detective. Like all right. That dap. Mm, we got. We got <laughs> that dap. I'm a weed coming. We got to wet this up. What was uh? There, my favorite line in it was she said something like, "If he if he eats my ass, that's a bottom feeder." I was like, "Hell yeah, dude!" Well, there's my new wow. screen name on everything. Bottom feeder. <laughs> Which one said that? I don't know. Which one? <laughs> Mike, please don't ask me to try to tell any of them apart. <laughs> was it Cardi B or the lady it? that just got shot in her feet? <laughs> I, I don't know how many women were actually in the video, <laughs> dude. That's probably going to be part of Megan Thee Stallion's like uh, physical therapy is like learning how to twerk again. <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna be on like the double walker, just like sl- just like a slight <laughs> jiggle. 
It's going to be on like a now this video with people crying. And like a bunch of nurses like, yes, we did it. We finally got her to do it. She's going to ring the bell when she can finally twerk again. <laughs> she had dramatic butt injury. <laughs> oh, but yeah, man, the uh, that had the Black Lodge floor in the video and uh, just holy smokes, man. It's uh, that's like a debilitating amount of ass meat just thrown around in that video beginning to end even if it's even if it's cardi b alone that's still a significant amount yeah it's it's almost dangerous like that kind of ass getting thrown around it's like a retarded dude throwing haymakers because his doritos got stuck in the machine (laughs) it's that level of danger how are that many people shaped like that now like if i don't think i've ever seen a single picture of a person in the 80s that looked like that like shape wise it's fucking doritos and squats dude it's a brand yeah, <laughs> that's a brand new silhouette. Are they just getting like carved that way? Well, I, so. I I don't know. I mean, I think like uh, I think like the '90s and early 2000s, like a lot of girls were like uh, borderline anorexic, mm-hmm. so they were just getting that like real fucking thin, shitty body. Sure. And yeah. Now these girls were like, no, no, we're not doing that anymore. And uh, just eating Doritos, and I think it's a lot of like energy drinks too. Like, I think we're living in like an era where like we're seeing the side effects of energy drinks. On this is monster teenagers. <laughs> monster ass. Yeah. Yo, monster made a, a drink that was like monster ass. That thing would fucking never be in stock. You would have to wait in line like Jordans to well, get that shit. What would be like the ingredients? Good. It's just butt juice, and they're just dripping. Butt juice. It. They're just dripping it between yeah. the cheeks, man. Monster butt juice, dude. That would. Get the fuck out of here. And dude, with with Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, like they both look like naturally thick girls. So it plays well. Whereas Nicki Minaj, yeah. like I think, you know, everything she's got is enhanced. Yeah. But with those two, like like Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion look like they could help you move a love seat. <laughs> there was a definitely Megan Thee Stallion. There was a uh, a Jenner in the video. And I can't I don't know any oh. of their faces. And just going by body type, I, I they, can't tell they don't either, doing. dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think you just buy that body type. I think it's like create a create a bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if well, if you're white, like this for sure. Title screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, that that's new. That's new. You go to the you go to the shop. You know what yeah. I mean? And you just like you just pick ass cheeks and they're like, yeah, you're like, give me the number four. And then they put those cheeks, they bolt them on. Yeah. Like a barber. He's just like cutting off the clippers every now and again to tell a story. <laughs> One cheek on. Like finish my ass, dude. I'm trying to leave. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, that was a very confusing and upsetting and uh, exciting video. Um, glad it. Th- ten out of ten. I, I thought I like I, I watched it on a, on my computer and I'm in like the corner of my living room and I had to like grab the sides of my desk to not have a physical reaction to it because my family was around. You know that, I mean? That's why that's why I didn't watch it. I didn't want to be in a situation where like my family's here and I'm out. I'm like a fireman with a loose fire hose, you know, yeah. like in those cartoons. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought I was gonna be like slamming on my desk, and my eyes shooting out, a big cartoon heart pumping. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, it's not good for you. I, I went out to Home Depot right after watching that video, and I was stopped at a light. And a lady with a with all the other typical hood rat parts were there on this lady's body. 
And as she passed, I assumed I was going to see a gigantic ass, but it just looked like a piece of drywall. And I almost threw a handful Ooh. of pennies at her. Dude, <laughs> dude, isn't that like, isn't that really depressing when you see someone who looks like they're, they're, they're like a, a, a round one prospect and you're like, there's yeah. no way she's not dragging a wagon with her and then passes by and you're like, oh, <laughs> it's like one of those like St. Jude Children's Hospital commercials. You're like, oh, no. Like, they're not supposed to look like that. <laughs> Saint Dude. <laughs> Saint Dude. Uh, I don't want to. Uh, I don't, I don't want to. I'm not bringing this up because of the controversy. I want to talk about, like, the side effect of it. But you guys you guys saw the whole thing with the uh, the dude eating his own uh, cum online, right, mm-hmm. this week? I did. I did. I did see that, yeah. So that aside, I don't, I don't know anyone involved. I have no stake in the game. But uh, I was... I was I, I made I made like a joke about uh, actually I should probably just preface it in case anyone doesn't know what the fuck I'm talking about uh, like a dude that's on one side of like a lot of comedy fights it, it came out this week that he was uh, <laughs> in the in the past he'd done a series of like dominatrix videos online where they like they made him eat his own cum and they they punched his boner and stuff and uh, like there's I mean. If that if anyone's into it, they're actually probably pretty good. Like I, I I have no idea. I have no context. I can't I can't gauge the quality. They're probably great. But uh people were making fun of them. And I I'm kinda not down with that if I'm being honest. Well let me let me let me put it, go, to, go, let so, me put so, it this way. Go ahead. So uh everyone's everyone's favorite fucking blogger was like he was mad about people making fun of him and he called everyone like freaky bullies or something like that. And it was like he kind of like uh, it was the dude that tried, that got Shane fired online. He oh double double S yeah yeah yeah. So he was he was saying how everyone's like a, a bully and he and then in in criticizing these people he started I don't know if it was like subconsciously he was describing himself from my perspective. So okay. all I did was retweet him and said, well if this isn't you know the pot slurping the kettles come or something like that little little joke. <laughs> I no no deep personal dig. Just I thought you know people might enjoy a Good little joke, a small humorous observation. Okay, that's all yeah. it was. If I overstep boundaries, you know what? I, I'm sorry, but um, especially not knowing any of these people. So uh, anyway, uh, a bunch of people saw that, and then I started getting some of the blowback from it, and uh, it, it was like I wasn't I wasn't making fun of the dude for doing it, but I kind of got like roped in with the people that were like just destroying this dude online and i don't think any of our friends were actually digging into him either no one that we know is actually doing it i i don't think i i didn't really see i heard about it i talked to uh you know i talked to somebody uh that everyone assumed would have heard about it Mm -hmm. and um they were kind of like yeah it's weird that everyone's kind of like uh piling on this dude and um that was kind of my thought it's like i'm all for making fun of somebody for whatever like whatever if somebody found out something about me and they made fun of me like ah but the second it turns into like you're a fucking loser then i'm like oh boy whoops like we might be we might be getting into some dark waters here because then all of a sudden you know it's 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 the same it's the same reason people were all all against uh, cancel culture. It's like, well, I can't do this. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, you might not fucking 
eat your cum, but this dude does. And like, as much as you think that's weird and it's fine to make fun of it. It's like, if you're, if it's all in good fun, make fun of it, have a good time. Yeah, exactly. But, but uh, the second you start, cause I saw a couple things that I was like, not happy with where people were actually, it devolved into like a weird, like making fun of gay people thing that I saw like mm-hmm. late night last night. And I was kind of buzzed. And I tweeted something. I immediately deleted it. Where I was <laughs> There's a video of you thing. eating your own cum. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, but the, the thing is like that, that, that was the, the problem is like, then all of a sudden people were like, uh, he's fucking gay. And you're like, all right, are we saying that's wrong? Cause if we are, right. then. Well, and then it, he was also kind of guilty of that too. Cause he was like, you know, if you're not into eating cum, you're gay. And then it's like, whoa, hold on. I thought that wasn't allowed. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's not that's that I care. Fucking... Not that I care one way or the other. But I'm not going to do that. And I thought I was. I would get in trouble if I did. Doesn't matter though. It does not matter. <laughs> so, because here's the thing: once that gets to the internet masses, you have to assume you're going to get called gay. Sure. Okay. So, all right. So that's that almost I'm doesn't dis- even matter. I'm not disagreeing that almost, with that. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. That almost doesn't even matter. However, to pretend that it's not funny is. T- to me, of course, insane. Yes. It's it's almost terrifying that there were that many people that were like, "Why are you guys making fun?" Like, if that was, if, so imagine if it funny. was me. Imagine if it was me and you and you liked me, right? So, all right, so yeah, all right, imagine it was me and you guys saw it, and people were talking about it on the internet. I don't think anyone would hit me harder than you guys. Hmm? You know what no, I mean? No, and it My, would it would be funny. It would genuinely be funny. Absolutely. And also we have a friend that does it and we have, you know who the fuck it is. And I have been like, you do. And you know, you have a bit of a back and forth and it goes away. It's like, you know, it's any other thing you make fun of or not make fun of, but like you're busting balls. But then like it very quickly, like you said, Tim, it became this thing where it's like, well, I'm actually, if you were making fun of this, you're a piece of shit. Right. And it's like, well, hold on a second. And then on the other end, it was people like, well, if you do that, you're genuinely a piece of shit. It's like, wait, 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 wait. Both guys, but every both sides, chill the fuck out. Yeah. You guys are, you guys are taking this way too seriously. The guy just eats his cum, which Dude, <laughs> depending, I, depending I, on your, your privy. I saw the video, man. It, it wasn't poorly produced. It had better sound than almost every sketch everyone's made in quarantine. <laughs> wait. Wait, was what it do you a mean vegan uh, cookie? I didn't see a cookie. It, it looked like uh, an ashtray. Is it like a porn? Like a long yeah. form porn? No, I, I only saw like a, a 15 second clip. Um, and to be fair, the person that shared it was like being pretty malicious with it. But, I okay. mean, you know, he wanted to do it. They wanted to do it. Uh, I th- yeah. I think being embarrassed about it might be part of it. So maybe he's like playing it up a little bit. Like, oh no, I'm so, you know, like you know, like uh, at a family party, a toddler will be like, "Don't get me," but then they'll start like trying to get you to chase him. You're like, dude, I'm just trying to fucking drink a beer until I can go home. You know what I mean? It's kind of like that. I th- I think the easiest way for this to have gone away quickly was for Adam Sandler to release a video eating his own cum and saying it's cool to eat your own cum, and then everybody <laughs> yeah. would be like, oh wow, that is right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, all right. It really, really bothered me for people to be like, to people act like astounded that people are giggling about this. That that's weird. That that I think you're, you're stifling like a kind of like a healthy amount of fucking around. 
Um, and then I think by by doing that, by like stonewalling, laughing about it, that's what drives people to the edge where it's like, it's gay. And other people are like, it's not gay enough. Like th- then they, like, well, they start to harden <laughs> in their feelings and then they just commit to it and burn themselves out. Well, it's also just like not, uh, I, I agree with that. It's you, you are, you are the opposite. I think if you're making fun of it in a fun way, you're normalizing it, which is great. Right. And when you say like, you can't make fun of it, you're doing the opposite. You're making it seem like, uh, extremely taboo. And we should not talk about the people that do that because it's like that. Um, I don't know. It's, it's like, it's like dealing with something with kid gloves where you shouldn't, it's like, whatever, that's his thing. And yes, let's have a go at him. Have a fun, like his friends, the people that communicate with him, having a laugh about it. Nobody's taking it too seriously. But the second people are like, that's actually like some people were like, that's gay. And that's weird. And you're like, all right. Like, yeah. Chill, chill the fuck, chill out. The fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> chill the fuck no, out. Yeah. No. And then, all right. So people are like, that- don't you dare make fun of that. It's like, all right. It, it, all right, so if it was me, I put the video came out of me, and you guys responded by anyone laughing about it. If you guys came out and started like guard dogging it, like don't stigmatize this, I'd be like, what are you guys doing? You're embarrassing me. That's worse than the exactly. video. Exactly. That's my problem. Exactly. That's my problem. So I was tagged in a tweet where someone was like, uh, in order to make a joke about this, you kind of have to um, have an agreement to uh, believe in a certain level of homophobia and stigmatizing sex sex workers and i was like oh my i I felt like i was being psychoanalyzed for like a 10 word tweet um and then they later said that like yeah and then it was like well i didn't even read your tweet this wasn't even about you i was like why am i well then why did it show up on my phone at me i don't care um so uh yeah the, the the stigmatizing sex workers thing it was like then now it's insane now it's like dude is this like what is this like a campaign video? What the fuck? What, 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 what? I don't understand. I don't understand. I'm lost on the internet now. What, what do you mean? Is it a campaign like, video? Like, wait, how, how, I don't, I don't, I don't like the leap from giggling about a dude slurping himself dry, which is funny, guaranteed funny to, which is funny. And it's like, you've committed the, the mortal sin of stigmatizing sex workers. <laughs> right, right. When it's right. like, are we right. talking? Are when you say stigmatizing sex work, sex workers, are do you mean making girls who accept money to like show tit on the internet feel slightly embarrassed? You know what I mean? Well, when people say like stigmatizing sex sex workers, what they're doing is they're making you envision a a cold, battered Korean girl in a in a, in a tube. That's what they're doing. The, okay, they're making yeah. you. They're making you vi- visualize this person that it isn't. What it is, it's like a 25 year old girl from Connecticut who's like, "Turns out I didn't want to be an intern at True TV, and now I'm just gonna fap until I squirt on my fucking." Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> finger myself for eleven thousand dollars a month. <laughs> All right, right, which is good for you. But good for fucking you. But I don't uh, like. I yeah, it's crazy how much talk you see of that without looking for it, and then like. So here's my big problem is that like walking to the train every day from my house, I pass, I would say, 20 desperately at risk sex workers <laughs> like every single day. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, am I why am I being forced to be a party in a very serious conversation where I think the other the people like talking at me are full of shit because they never address like that kind of thing. You know what I mean? I've gotten way too serious, dude. There's no there's no joke to get out of this. 
I just it just bums me that I'm seeing like <laughs> leper leprosy hookers every day, and like no one's like stop stigmatizing them. It's like they're completely ignored. <laughs> well, I. I hate, I I hate that I took this here. I'm very sorry about it, no, but it, it's been no, bothering listen, me, listen. and I've got no one to talk to about it. Listen, if you – whatever you're doing, and, like, if you make some fucking video of, of you doing this or that, and it comes back to haunt you, we've all been there, like, whether it's something comedy we've done or whatever – you just take it on the chin. People have have a fucking go. You you move on. Right. Yeah. That's it. And it's not go. a big deal. It's not Splats a out of the big bag. deal. <laughs> it's just Splats not a big deal. Yeah. But the second you start being like, "How dare you make fun of him?" It's like, come on, dude. Like, yeah. if that was anybody else, if that was imagine, like again, imagine Tim. It like came out that fucking Tim had a video where he did that. Do you know the kind of hate the fucking limp dicks in Philly would toss at him? The people are like, oh, I guess he eats his fucking cool. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. just, it's all bullshit. It's probably it's more embarrassing bullshit. that I play video games on the internet. I, it's on par. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, you should, Tim, you should see if you can get a cum sponsor. <laughs> just eat cum cookies. <laughs> I think, but think about like, um, the person yeah, I don't want to get into it because I don't want to uh, make fun of it. But no, it, it doesn't matter. You, it's just it, that's the thing. If you man. make fun of yourself for doing it, then all of a sudden it's like, oh man, what a fu-. like. Then it opens the doors for people to, to laugh about it because it is. I don't want to say it's weird, but it's not the norm. It's funny. It's funny. It's it funny. Can just be funny, dude. Okay. And everybody has their thing. Everybody has their thing. Listen. Now everybody like, has their thing. <laughs> Look at these Gen but, X fucking boomers, dude. They just want shit to be funny. Well, dude, it's, 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 just just aside from laugh. it being funny, it's I assume anybody that's tried to make a go at a career in comedy in New York has done some kind of weird shit that they never want getting out. Of so from a defense perspective, it's fucking it's lame to come at him, you know with the insinuation that, you know, that might have been the case. But again, like like was already stated, it's like you you can't not acknowledge the come is goofy. And that's that's the basis of, of most of the jokes that are coming his way. And it does right. take a different turn when, you know, somebody's saying like, all right, that's gay. Well, you know, we've all tasted our own come at some point. It's just it's just such a weird thing to all of a sudden be like the, the what you just said, you open the door to people freely being like, well, you're weird because you're gay. It's like, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Hold on a second. Yeah, that is kind of a like, downside that you don't want. It's one thing for Shane to constantly call people gay for doing shit that's gay, you know? But like, but that's all like in jest. The second someone starts being like, uh, it's weird that you're gay. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is it? it this is this is 2020 you fucking moron like, yeah you have you have you ever touched your own asshole it feels great dude <laughs> it's just a <laughs> yes it does <laughs> but man boy oh boy no who's is that my tv no yeah i don't think it is no it's it's my tv and you know what there's nothing i can do about it i'm just i'm just saying that right now Bro, I would never. I would never, bro. I, I, I know you with your family. No, dude. I know you're with your family. 
I know you're being fucking dead. Um, yeah. All right, okay. So, I just, I just sometimes I want stuff. It's good. If it's I, good I, feel, I feel like a hateful dickhead, or I, I'm being. Maybe I'm letting people. Why? You know what? Why no, do you no, feel no, that no. way? I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want there any room. I don't want there to be any room for me to be characterized as like a hateful dickhead just because. I know that some things make me laugh and I'm okay. I, I don't, I don't feel like I need to like take 90 minutes to examine why things make me laugh when they do. When truly I have no intention of like putting hate on anybody or like, you know what I mean? I, there's people know my heart, you know, I, nobody's arguing that nobody's arguing. Well, that. there was a, a person, arguing, well, a stranger. It was a stranger to be fair to give this person credit. They don't know my heart. That was, that was the problem. But the, the people arguing that genuinely don't care. They want to be the moral superior in that situation. Yeah, they they don't care where your heart is. Like they don't care if you're a good person or not. They care that they have found a way to pin you as a moral inferior, and they're saying you're saying something that's uh, that's terrible, and that makes them a good person for pointing it out, even though they're completely missing the nuance. Which, by the way, sub 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 note, uh, the the missing of nuance is very common right now. It's uh, the people that cancel, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I would bet that is completely, I've, I've said this to a friend recently, I think that is tied. I would guarantee everybody that misses these nuances has at some point been told they are on the spectrum. Huh. I would I, almost I've, guarantee it. I think that's a distinct possibility. Yeah. I think the people that constantly miss the nuance that have definitely it's and nothing against them there's nothing wrong with that it's just that then other people take what they say as a way to attack the person said person well and then the, yeah i mean to the, to that point to you know our friend that we mentioned earlier that um is a uh, comedy journalist within five seconds of seeing that person on camera speaking it was yes Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yep. There it is. Yeah. That's why he doesn't get jokes. I think. Uh, I'm sorry. The, the reason I need to yeah. talk these kinds of things out is because I uh, I don't think I've ever felt like uh, properly adjusted socially. So uh, sure. I don't know if a podcast is the best way to talk this kind of stuff out, but I'm not going to be able to bend anyone's ear like this in the near future. So I Let's was just. I no. I just wanted to. Thanks. Thanks for indulging me, guys. I appreciate it. I do feel better about it. Um, I just wanted to, I just wanted to preserve my ability to just laugh sometimes. Yeah. And I just, I, just, I, I always feel like a fucking retard. That's all it is. But we, and we, we all miss stuff like that all the time, but it's like, now we are highlighting and like justifying when people miss nuance as being right. It's mm -hmm. like, no, 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 no. Let's not pretend that, that they're taking the correct moral, uh, high ground here. Yeah. Let's also take into account these people are fucking missing it they're missing the point like if you watch that shane video on this is the last time i'm going to talk about fucking shane because i feel like i've done mm -hmm. it times in the past couple weeks if you watch that shane video where he talks about chinatown for you to miss the nuance there means you're probably missing it every day like you're probably missing that nuance in a lot of other ways or you're doing it on purpose that you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's either will, it's yeah. either, you know, it's that it's either dishonest or, or you know, uh, I don't want to say stupid, but yeah. Sure. You know, what? I, that's actually a good point because I don't think the person that we're talking about is uh, guilty of what I'm saying. Again, it's not, I'm not saying it's, it's a problem if someone is on the spectrum. 
I think you're right. You fucking better not be, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, we're all there somewhere. Guilty as charged. We're right? all, we're all either. Uh, all right. The first so step or the last one. So we're in agreement. I didn't. I didn't step out of bounds. In in so in, in as much as like we we kind of agree on like where where uh, we stand on this kind of stuff. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't go any further than uh, you guys would be comfortable with associating. Right. That's all. That's all. I don't know. Uh, dude, I, don't I know where you stand on cum, man. You you never have to clarify your cum. Hell yeah! All you're right, not, you're Perfect. not a, you're not a bad guy. Nothing you're saying is a bad thing. I'm all, and also what I'm saying is I'm not saying I'm not sitting here being like if you're autistic you shouldn't have a fucking a viewpoint. But it's like <laughs> we we shouldn't be uh, pandering to people that may be completely missing the mark here. Sure, sure, sure. Well, unfortunately, dude, you gotta you gotta you know you're putting shit out there. It's not up to you who consumes it. Um, unless it's your cum and you're the one consuming it. I mean, otherwise, it's... <laughs> all right, cool, cool, yes, cool. Yes. Thank, yes. thank you guys for, uh, <laughs> thank you guys for helping me work that out in my head. Um, I, you know, I was just kind of struggling with it. All right. Um, uh, John, can I, can I tell everyone that we're going to do the, the UFC live stream in person next Saturday on the 11th? Yes. That, wait, the 20th. No, wait, hold on. I don't have the date. I'm sorry. The 15th. Fuck. It's the 15th. Are we- are we doing it on that rooftop? We're doing it on the rooftop. Oh, uh, you and I talked to... the other night. And I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was concrete yet. Fuck yeah! It's it's as it's as good as concrete right now. I'm working out the technical details with with our partners on this. Um, it okay. looks like it's going to come together. Pay attention to uh, our Instagrams and Twitters. We'll, we'll get some details out. So we're still going to do the UFC live stream for the next pay-per-view on the 15th on the internet, but there will, we will also be in person. We're going to f- try to find a way to incorporate the YouTube chat with the people that are actually there. It'll be, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It'll be, it'll be COVID, uh, adjusted. We're going to be safe and, uh, we will, um, God, I think it'll be really, I think it's gonna be fucking awesome. Dude, we've never done it in person together, and I'm very excited about that. I, I mean, uh, any excuse to just see my fucking boys up close, but uh, yeah, and again, we all know COVID's not real, so it's gonna be fun <laughs> to kind of. <laughs> Dude, I had to look up my blood my blood pressure for a. I was filling out a form for work today, and I looked up when I went to the doctor in March, and uh, the write up that he gave where he called it like an acute upper respiratory infection, and he like everything he wrote down was I had fucking COVID, and he just yeah. completely ignored it. <laughs> Dude, dude, that is Sadie, my my fucking kid. Same thing. I remember she got it. She had a hundred and two degree fever for four days in a row. Took her to urgent care, and they're like, "Yeah, upper respiratory infection." They tested her for the flu. They tested her for a bunch of other stuff. Like, yeah, we don't know what it is. And she was just like, she had a cough for like twenty fucking days. Mm-hmm. It was like crazy. Yeah. And in hindsight, you're like, could that have been it? And then people are like, well, kids don't get it. And like, all right, I guess not. Yeah, dude, watching. Maybe watch she him, was one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Fritz is around the same age, and he tried to extinguish his fever on the hardwood floor. Like he was pressing <laughs> his forehead into the floor because it was so hot. <laughs> oh man. So fuck what that. Bob. Yeah, he's the fucking man. Usually he's running around for these things. Um. All right. So yeah, the fifteenth. We'll do UFC stream along live. Okay. I think we have Tommy confirmed. Mike, can okay. you correct me on that? Tommy is, and Chris Wood is confirmed too. Holy and fuck! Not only that, but Chris Wood has a very special surprise for everybody in attendance. 
Yeah, that, that feels that feels like a gun. <laughs> <laughs> You're not like far off. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the end of the Joker where he's like, hey, you, man. <laughs> you nah, get what you about. fucking deserve. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 but, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm like reserved about it right now, but I think once, uh, tomorrow when we sort out all the details, I'm going to be fucked up about how, how fucking excited I get. Uh, Dude, that's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. I can't it's going to be great. And once we're able to do shit in a proper, well, not that this is in a proper setting this is a very cool, very unique setting, but, once we're able to include as many people that want to come, um, I right. think it's going to be even more special. And we're this is just going to be the tip of the iceberg with how fun this is going to be. Yeah, it's, it's actually it's the same place Mike and I just did a stand up last weekend for um, Comedy Fight Club. So, so you, what, what's what's the that, scenario? So it's what's a, the scenario of like guests, like how many people can be there? I th- he said. There was people. there was definitely more than twenty people last there last time, and yeah. I think he said he wanted to cap it at twenty this time just for safety concerns. But um, it's such that. a nice setup. Like I would I would do it. Well, I've never been invited to a party before, but I imagine it's what being invited to a party <laughs> feels like. Um, just nice as fuck. Well, well I mean, I, I don't know. I'm 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 beside myself with the fucking excitement on this, and then I want it to become a regular thing, and I want it to grow and that kind of shit. Um, Did we air it live like we're doing this? Yes. Yeah. Like I so I want it to be on YouTube oh, yeah. the way that it normally is. I want the chat to be interactive. Um, like I said, Wood, or like Mike said, Woods got something in store for the people that show up. And uh, you know, I'll, I'll probably grab a bunch of shitty pizzas and beers, and I don't know, man. If, yeah. if it's a bad time, I'm sorry. You, I'll I'll throw myself from the fucking roof. And that's a problem. Yeah, it's it's not gonna be a bad time. It's gonna be fucking great. No, it's gonna be real. It's gonna roll. Can we put? Can we put like? Because I never get to see the chat. Can we put the chat on like a screen that, on stage? That's something that's being worked out right now. Yeah, that's what I'm okay. thinking. We're gonna try to project it. Um, we we yeah, we have some solid help coming in on the tech side. And this is my big hang up with a lot of shit that I'm doing and that I want to do and I'm trying to do is that I I get these tech ideas just because I I know just enough to to cause problems for myself. And I and then mm. I get up. I I love trying to figure that shit out, and then I just get lost in it, and I become useless to everyone around me, and I just stop, right. and then I end up just not doing the thing I want to do. And John, this is something I've been guilty of with you forever. I'm just like, well, every time we have something, I know John's gonna start it up and get it to where I can just show up, and I just I, I can't believe I lived that way for so long. It embarrasses me to even think of it. But it shows just how good John is at everything he fucking does. That doesn't make me feel better. (laughs) (laughs) But but this is—I mean, we—I think I'm pretty sure we talked about this on air. But like, like John is fucking anything that we've been involved in that that you fucking that you you've graciously made us a part of, John. It was like such a a um, reassuring feeling just to show up and just know that everything was under control because there's so many situations that each of us have been in. That we things that we've been a part of where you show up and you'd be like, I have no idea how this fucking thing is going to see the light of day. Sure, sure, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I think, uh, well, I, I, a, I appreciate that, but I think there's also like, I, I feel like people put too much like pressure around that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like I've been on on other people's sets where I get there and there's like a lot of like anxiety about how it's going to go, and it's like if you're not having fun and the thing isn't kind of funny to begin with, it's probably going to suck 
like regardless of how much your tech issues are figured out, you know? Um, But if you're with like a bunch of dudes you trust and and girls you trust and, and you're having a good time, it's like, uh, you know, Mike Gleason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like he has his key. He told me this thing recently that I fucking loved because we were talking about like shooting stuff and like uh, not getting the stuff you want. And he was like, when you edit stuff and like you never tell people what you fucked up because they never know what you didn't shoot. So anyways, so it's like no one ever knows what you don't shoot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. there's no reason to tell them that. So I feel the same way about like showing up to these sets. It's like if all my friends are there, if all the dudes that are on the crew I know and I get along with, mm-hmm. everything's going to be fine. And we're going to figure it out. And like how many times have we shot something where like we know the beginning, middle and end and we improv it and it completely looks different than the script. Like I'll write a script and I'm like, well, I know this script is going to be different because Tim and Mike are going to completely improv this. So then when we shoot it, the end result is completely different. It's like, great. That's best case scenario because it's most natural, most funny. But like some people, like you show up and like, no, this is the script. It's like, dude. Oh yeah. We've been there together too. (laughs) You're Uh, fucking, you're a 32 year old comic living in Philly. Don't worry about your shitty script. John, can you remember a specific moment where like your thought process changed to where maybe when you originally started, like if you were just like, all right, I'm just feeling out how things are done. And is there a certain point where you were just like, all right, fuck this. I'm going to do things my way. What do you mean? Like, was there a point where I was like, oh, people do this differently and I just do it my own way? Was there a point where you realized like, okay, I'm not doing this the way that other people are going to do it. I'm going to, I want to do this my way, make people feel at ease because it doesn't have to be done this way. Yeah. I mean, I've, 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 worked on uh, some some stuff before where like there's a lot of anxiety there's a lot of like uh tension and there's a lot of like strict adherence to schedule and script and um from the jump i was always like that's not what makes stuff funny in the beginning i would i would kind of follow those rules but like as time went on like especially with like philly court it's like just make this as crazy and fun as possible whatever we get on film we get on film and then we just we edit whatever we have and hopefully it comes out best like because i found that as, as long as everyone's comfortable and having fun on set then the end result is going to be better than what you had hoped to do philly court um, yeah. philly court was such a great example man for the, that might have been the most fun i've ever had doing anything because i felt like there were so Same. many times dude there were so many times where um i would be inside while filming was either happening or about to start and you would hear people laughing outside. And I feel like yeah. that kind that kind of, uh, that just showed like how it eased the whole atmosphere was. And you know, you don't have, you don't see people, you know, you send O'Connor outside. You're like, Could you guys shut the fuck up out here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all, it's also just like, it doesn't have, it, it doesn't have to be that way. A, and it shouldn't be that way for comedy. Like, if you're making something that's supposed to be funny and no one in the room is laughing, that's a bad sign. That's a really, really bad sign. And when I go back and I think about it, I'm like, oh, man, like if I had the chance again to shoot Delco, I would have never taken a single fucking note from Comedy Central because there, it was note after note after note after note. And Tommy and I were both like, fine, we'll do this, we'll do that. And then when we finally shot the thing, it was so far away from what we wanted. And we had the funniest fucking people there. We had the funniest people on set doing stuff that like was beneath them. Whereas we could have just like, 
I don't know if we were just like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to see how that scene plays out. And if it's not funny, we're going to reshoot a whole nother scene, just like Philly court, just like anything else we shoot shot. So it's like, if you let, if you let people that are talented do that, then you get a better product. But the second you let some fucking moron executive be like, if it doesn't come out exactly like that, then it's not going to be good. It's like, well, eh, whatever. Can John, I, John good. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Tim. Uh, I was going to ask if is there like what do you ever have like one thing when you think about because the 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 non pickup of Delco proper, I think, is like a a big moment in all of our lives. And I'm sure Sure. more so you just because and, and Tommy and just because of the amount of like work that you guys put in relative to everybody else. Is there ever is there like one thing that sticks out more than anything else that you either wish you would have done differently or like realized later? Like if I would have done that, at least I'd be happier about it. Yeah. In the beginning, I try to get myself out of it. In the beginning, I tried to not be in it and they were against that. And I think if anybody watched that pilot, um, the problem was there was too many characters that had similar motivations. So like, think about like you and you and uh, Gervin, Tim. So like, and then Rainy too. It's like you, Rainy and Tim, were, you guys are so different in that pilot. Your characters are so obviously different, right? And granted, Rainy, by nature, you're a tertiary character, just by nature. Like that, that character can't be in a whole fucking show because it, then it would, it would like, um, it would dilute the character. Whereas Izzy, if that show is Izzy, Tommy, and Gervin, you have three completely different characters with completely different motivations. And then um, not only would the, would the show be funnier and, and uh, easier to shoot, but it would be simpler. And I think once you add another party, then all of a sudden, like, Tommy's motivation gets diluted by mine. And then... Gerben's motivation gets diluted by mine too. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like um, it's like the more uh, the more people you add into that story, it's like what's the point? And in the beginning, I was like, I don't want to be in it. I don't think I should be in it. And they're like, you have to be in it. And then I tried to rewrite the cold open three days before we shot it. And the cold the cold open I rewrote, I thought was ten times funnier. It all took place in the lumberyard, and it was between Izzy and Gerben and and Tommy, and they were like, no. We shoot what we wrote. We shoot what we approved. And it's just like, ah, this isn't, this isn't going to work. So, cause I knew that I knew, I knew the ingredients were good. It's like, it's like, I don't know. It's like, you know, all the stuff is good. You know, all the ingredients are good. You know, all the people there are, are great. The, the crew was all people we fucking knew. They were fucking incredible. And you still wound up with something that looked like, I don't know. It's kind of like you get all these great ingredients and then you let some chef at Comedy Central make the fucking food. Mm. And that was the problem. That was something I'll never do again. So every time I sit in a room now and it's ruined, it's ruined some stuff. It ruined tires at Quibi um, because we sat in a room with people that were like, here's what you should do. And we were like, you're wrong. And Quibi was like, all right, we're not going to make it. And do, do you think they were never going to make it anyway? The, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Do you think they were never going to make it the way you wanted to make it? For sure. Okay. They bought it. Right. They bought it and we walked away. It, um, it's, it's, John, is, is there any time where you felt like you were, they were, you were, the tide was starting to turn and people that you sat in these rooms with were open to that idea? Or do you think it's, or is it always a hard line stance? No, 
No, I think oftentimes, very infrequently, was I in a room with producers who got got it. Like once in a while, you'd have a guy like we knew a guy at Comedy Central who knew what what Delco should have been. Mm-hmm. Like he knew what we were going for, and he was always kind of miserable that it never worked out that way. And he got fired from Comedy Central. Like, and the people that sucked stayed. Mm-hmm. And it's like uh, we get what's going on here, you know. Um, so, so, so uh, what was your regret that you let them convince you to stay in or that you yeah. fought them on it? That I didn't just stick with, with gotcha. my, with my guns where it's like, no, I shouldn't be in it. And like, then all of a sudden you put me in there and then I have to have a fucking story. You have to have a fucking, so like when you watch any pilot, you have an A story, a B story, and like a, a very thin C story. And, you know, we had those with myself. Tommy and Gerben. Tommy's was the softball game. Gerben was the shop and myself was the girl. If you eliminate me and the girl, you have all this time to fuck around and have fun. But instead you're spending the whole half the episode figuring out what's going on with me and this girl, where it's like, if you just eliminated us and, and lengthened Tommy's thing with this guy, which would have been so fucking funny if there was two scenes like the scene where he reads that note that he wrote in prison. Mm. If there was more than a couple of those scenes, that would have that would have gotten funnier, and you would have gotten funnier in that, and, and Rainy would have gotten funnier in that, and like but, those characters build, but like they, they stutter step because they restart at the at the start of every new storyline. It's very fucking dumb. I don't know, but but everything you did, John, like you you stood out, and I don't think that any anything. I, I don't know, man. I I I hear what you're saying, and I and I agree that you know seeing all those guys being able to develop more would have been awesome. But I, I, I just think you're like downplaying, you know, not only how good you were, but you know, I, I felt like it was compelling. Like you, you have something that a lot of people don't have in that you're, you're an incredible actor, but also you have a very rare quality where people want to root for you too, no matter what you're doing. Like you have a likability that very few people can, can have come across. Well, I, I appreciate that, but I also think it could be, it could be a fucking side character. And then all of a sudden you have a funnier show. And like, I, like, I prefer to be in the, this situation where it's like, I'm just, I would rather have a character that was crazy nuanced and funny and weird that you didn't see that often. But instead it's like, then I have the straight man character, which technically could have been shouldered by Tommy technically. Because Tommy could have been unique enough where he could have still played the straight man and be funny. And Tim, as Izzy, would have been like, you know, wild, but still a main character. Then you have Tim, Tommy, and, and Steve. But then you add me in the mix, and all of a sudden it thins out the sauce. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's exactly what happens. And so that so that, that's my takeaway. And like that's something I'll never, I'll never do again, where it's like. I'll never have a ton of main characters that take away from each other. Um, and I'll never listen to fucking networks. Hell yeah. I sat in a fucking room with like the, the tires thing. When we fucking sold tires, we flew out there. And we're like, we're not taking it. We don't want to take these notes. We don't want to do it this way. And these fucking jerk offs were like, here's what we think you should do. And it's like, you know what? You're wrong. You're just fucking wrong 
Yeah. And you're fucking net, like, and I, you know, I'm just going to say this because I've had, I've had some drinks, but uh, <laughs> we sat in that room. Me and O'Connor flew there, flew, flew to LA to have this meeting on our own dime, sat in that room. And I sat there and I was like, I promise you, if you leave us alone, this will be the best show on your network and it will not be close. It will not be close. And I said it right to the fucking, right to fucking him. I don't want to say John his name, H. Quibby himself. <laughs> yeah, well, we all know who runs it. Oh, yeah. But, uh, and I knew he didn't like that. But at the same time, I believed in it. And then what happens? A month later, you release your fucking Chrissy Teigen court show. And everybody's like, this is the worst network possible. <laughs> this is the worst network anyone's ever thought of because you put, you put value behind some, some fucking daft twat that personality list retard base themselves on. So like girls with no personality in the Midwest watch Chrissy Teigen. They're like, that's me. That's my friends. Mm -hmm. And then they retweet her and they pretend to be her. And then some fucking executive is like, she could be in charge of a show. And then they put her in a show and it's like, it couldn't. It couldn't fail harder. <laughs> it could not fail. And it's like, how do you not see that? that how do you not see that retweets of her going mm, at the <laughs> Emmys that she didn't deserve to be at? Dude, all right. Two things. One, Tim, the episode name is going to be Daft Twat. Um, <laughs> and two. I'm actually um, sorry I said retard. But, dude, I got I to gotta believe that, like, just, just hearing the similarities in all these stories – that these people are just the people that tried to do the things that we could do, realized they couldn't, and they're now dedicating their life and making six figures a year to telling talented people no. That's that's all it is. That's all it is. And they get very scared. They get very, very frightened when someone comes in the room and they're like, I have this idea and I know on paper it's weird. Like no. half the shit, half the shit in Philly court. The guy, the, the producer that, that gave us the money to make Philly Court, he was like, I trust your guys. I trust you. Just go make the thing. If you took that to a Quibi or uh, Comedy Central, they'd be like, um, we have some notes. And it's like, stick them up your cunts. There's no <laughs> need for your notes. There's no need for your notes. Because your notes, are, the reason you have notes is because you are incapable of doing what we're capable of doing. The things we've made on our own, you couldn't dream of doing. So instead, you went to a university that offers some bullshit television career. You did that. You played the game. Your parents are rich. You live in Connecticut. They live just outside of New York. You afforded a place in the East Village. You went to Comedy Central. You worked for free because you could afford to do that mm. because you're fucking wealthy. You moved your way up the chain, and now you're this talented fucking moron that gets to go, uh, I actually don't think – that's a funny idea. It's like, you have no business. You have no fucking business Man. giving that in, giving that opinion because you, you don't, you, you have no talent. You have no fucking talent. How are these people you graduated? Able, yeah. John, how are the, how are these people able to survive in those careers with such low batting averages? But that's what all of it is. It's all, it's all, it's all how they present themselves. Like when you go to comedy central, I don't mind bashing Comedy Central because this will, this will never, they'll never, they're dead. Comedy Central is dead. There's, they're very close to being completely fucking useless. 
when you walk into Comedy Central, it's a bunch of people with cool haircuts and unearned confidence that are like, mm, I don't think so. And they do that because they know if they, they are genuine, they don't have a real response. So if you go there like, hey, I have a funny idea. If they're like, ah, all right, let's, let's talk about it. Instead, they go, mm, no. And then they make something with some like front-facing camera girl who is extraordinarily wealthy, which is always the funny thing to me. It's like they pick this talent as if they're being diverse. And it's like, you're picking a white girl from Connecticut. I just saw her basement. There's a ping pong table in it. Well, I, I, don't, don't you think that the diversity thing is just like the current thing that they have to mold everything to? Like they, they always, they've made the same picks historically going back forever. And you know, now, now, you know, I I don't want to shit on diversity, but I think, I I think they're shitting on diversity. Their opinion of diversity is not diversity of thought. Their diversity to them. This is, this is a perfect example. There is a certain comedy club that we went to and uh, certain in Comedy Central. When you go to Comedy Central, they're diverse on paper, but they're not diverse at all. They're all the same people. They all have the same opinions. They all even speak the same way. Their voice goes up at the end of a sentence. It's all, it's literally like they, they, they've just, they're making people in a factory and they're just like, make that one black, make that one gay, make that one white, make that one Puerto Rican. And that's, it's like, yeah, they all have the same personality and that's not diversity. Like, like Dave Chappelle to them is not diversity. That's, they don't want that. True they diversity that. is unsettling. If if you've ever if you've ever diversity worked at a, is unsettling. If you've ever worked to them, at a blue, yeah. If you've ever worked at a blue collar job site, you understand what true diversity yeah. is. Of course, of course. Wow. I, I mean, I mean, dude, that, that that. But that's like that's what it's funny. Like that's what Shane is. Where it's like mm-hmm. all these people that went after Shane. It's like, dude, he has <laughs> genuinely genuine black friends like you have you 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 don't you you have uh i don't know oh dude i it, yeah you know what it, I, it's, per, it's perfect I, I oh man i hate to like reference like a fucking internet meme i saw but i just watched right before we started this i was just scrolling through the timeline and i saw like a video that was like uh it was like white girls when black girls drop a new word on Twitter. And it was a video of a bunch of white girls that all looked exactly the same opening like college acceptance letters and like dancing up and down and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. they can't wait to just like mimic what they what they view as like uh, um, what's the word like authentic, diverse culture. They like they almost have like this. It, they're almost yeah. self-aware that they they don't actually know about diversity, and they they feel like if they just reach a little bit further, they can get some of that authentic diversity, and then uh, yeah, and then they want to be like congratulated for that. Of course, yeah. of course, and like you have like like do you really think there's that much diversity in the upper middle to upper class, regardless of your race or or gender? Like motherfucker, you're all the same. Yeah, black, you're white, all the Hispanic. Same. You're all Jewish. I'm so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's but it, it it's. I don't know that to me that's uh, like Rainey said. It's like if you get workplace diversity, 
boy, that's diversity. That's like blue collar workplace diversity. That's that real, that's real shit. And that's like, that's what, that's what Chappelle was. That's what we wanted tires to be. Like, I won't get into it, but we had an idea about how we would like uh, bring diversity to tires, but it had to be natural. You know, like they, I'm not saying they meaning Quibi, but like, let's say a network talked to us about tires and they were like, there should be a black guy there. And it's like, interesting. So you think it's more interesting to have a show with someone like Shane playing the character he's playing and just a black guy works there. Don't you think it's more interesting to have a whole season where Shane works there and then all of a sudden a black guy starts working there? After a whole season, we know who Shane is. And then we introduce this black dude. Like, that's more interesting because you know Shane's character would be like, I fucking know how to deal with this dude. And to me, it's like after knowing that Gerben, all he wants is diversity. And all Shane wants to do is fuck with Gerben. Like, and then you introduce a black guy at the end of the season, so much funnier. So much funnier. But if you start the show with just a black dude working there, it's like you're 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 missing like what is the most interesting about human connection is like watching people with developed personalities forced into a situation where they they have to be diverse. And I mean uh, that that's just instantly it's just you envision how how weak-minded they are in the sense that they would not be able to withstand the um the articles for four months saying uh it's time to talk about how undiverse this is and if you just had to say look just fucking wait till fucking november to put this out okay and then you're gonna fucking see and shut the fuck up yeah but i i don't think I, i i don't see anybody displaying any integrity to just say look cool your fucking jets for a minute yeah and that, that's that's what never happens. But again, the people that would write those articles are the same white girls, generally fat. This haircut, <laughs> those glasses. It's it's that it's that weed whacker haircut, cat eye glasses, like. And it's like, yeah, what, like they, they pull their personality off of a roll. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I'll just yeah. <laughs> right, it, John. That was right. so great how you just said weed whacker bangs, and then <laughs> whatever just yeah, went whatever. past Tim's house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, I can't wait to get out of this fucking diverse neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) Just the army of ladies getting banged out front. But think about it. Like, so Tim, like, let's say like, uh, if if you made a show about your neighbors, Mm -hmm. Comedy Central would be like, that's so offensive. And it's like, what's offensive? What they say? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just just so you know, what they say isn't great either. (laughs) And that's what's fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what's a lot of fun. And like the second you start pretending that that anyone who isn't white only says the right thing, it's like, ooh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, ooh, like the neighbors baby. I get along with, when when they talk to me, the things that they say, I like look around for a hidden camera. I'm like, what are you doing? Stop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, to that point, one of the funniest things that I've ever seen was right before the quarantine started i came to your house to record a podcast and there uh was it was a group of black dudes sitting on the stoop and they all had ma- all of their their gloves and their masks matched their outfits <laughs> <laughs> but if you wrote that you would have an article written about you about how that's stereotyping yeah, <laughs> yeah. well you know yeah maybe because we should diversify like... the article writers start well, you there. know it'd be funny 
Mike is like, you were like, okay, why is it weird to talk about that? Mm-hmm. Then they would have to be like, well, because you're making fun of them. It's like, oh, you're st- you're stigmatizing. You know what I mean? Yeah, cultures like, in you know you're stigmatizing non-white cultures. You're othering them. It's like, well, yeah. that's what it is, and it makes people laugh when you see it. You know what I mean? This is getting right back. Exactly. This is the fucking central theme of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> some shit is just funny, and some shit is kind of universally funny. And like, I, I maybe what what makes people so uncomfortable about it? What why? Okay, what is it that's like? What what part of their brain gets like? pinballed and they're like hold on i get that people think it's funny but you have to stop this what i don't understand well because i think in a lot of the producers heads they they want to take that that tesla rail line to uh that like utopia yeah i I also wonder if like a lot of this diversity bullshit is sort of like a weird deep racism among the the people in control where they're like i'll set the terms of the diversity and that way it'll actually never get into the hands of minorities you know what i mean yeah i mean dude that is that is what happened and also like i had an argument once with someone i work with at a network that i won't uh doesn't matter true tv i got in an argument with them about um because donald glover was kind of against this like overly woke culture. Yeah. I've always loved Donald Glover, and I've always loved that he has been in a position where he could do whatever he wanted, and he still chose to do the most artistic thing. Like to me, it's like, damn, dude, you. A lot of people take Easy Street, and you didn't, and uh, like, it's just it was fascinating that he always chose that, and this girl that I worked with was just like, oh my God, I like love. She was talking about community and she was talking about Donald Glover. And we got into this argument where I basically was like, well, cause she didn't like what he said about that. Cause he, he wrote some article where it was, uh, it was about Deadpool. I can't remember, but it was him being like, stop with this fake woke shit. Yeah. yeah I remember him going through that. Yeah. And he, she was like, I just don't like this. It's like, why, why don't you like that? Cause it's not safe anymore. And that's what they want. They want like a handsome black dude that's safe. Yeah. And what they want is him to be white. For they sure. They want him to be as white as possible so it's safe. And it's like, that's not real diverse to, to want to want a version of this dude that just makes you feel comfortable. Because then that's not him. And the second you stop letting him be him, it's like, what the fuck are you? What, what are you? What are you up to? Right. Yeah, it's almost like they can't let anything be what it is. Everything has to be something that they get a little bit of control over. And it's exactly right. It's exactly what they were doing. They were like, I can control. She was basically like, I can, if I can control the environment where he is a guy that I go on a date with, I'm not scared anymore. It's like, whoa. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, what are you up to? What the fuck are you up to? Yeah. Well, and a lot of it is rooted in them not having any actual experiences with people that exhibit differences. Right. right. Exactly right. Dude, Man, look at this. Look at this. Look at this diversity panel we got going on. Here. Well, you know, I hear you want to hear something funny. Remember when? Uh, so, what was it last night? Two nights ago, I did the. Uh, 
I did a McCusker and Sid were gonna play Mortal Kombat against each other. They've been talking shit to each other on like a million different podcasts, right? And uh, I'm just realizing now that like, I, so I hung out with them. We did a Twitch stream. McCusker and Sid played Mortal Kombat against each other. McCusker fucking clapped Sid's cheeks in the game. By the way, I don't know if really? anyone saw that coming. Yeah, and uh, I was I didn't first. Know McCusker was a gamer. He's not. Neither of them were. It was very funny that way. But um, also, by the way, very proud of myself for putting it together. There were some technical challenges. I wanted to give up. And I was just like, no, nah, dude, I, this has to happen. And uh, yeah. also, twitch.tv slash Timbo. You can go watch the replay now. But looking back on it right now, it's crazy. McCusker was a dude who took a ton of shit during the SNL thing. Because McCusker didn't have... <laughs> True. He, number one, he's not trying for anything that they could be that they could deny him. And he's also like a small, to them, a small enough name that they could just tee off on him. Like, oh, and also like Shane's yeah. racist co-host. So I was hanging out with McCusker and like our mutual boys. And uh, it was like Sid, Lemare, and uh, Noah, who I'm pretty sure is not white. Like, it was like, these are his actual, these are McCusker's actual boys that were hanging out on the couch with. Like, if you look at the couch, like, yeah, I, I get that, like. Me and McCusker took up a lot of space on screen, but that was like actual diversity, horrible things being said to each other with everyone laughing, by the way, at each other. And there's no interest in that. That like to them, that's the antithesis of diversity. Of course. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, yeah. The, but the last thing that and especially McCusker's always been this way. Like McCusker's the last person that's going to show pony his diverse relationships around. Mm, he's yeah. never going to be like, no, look at him. Look at what, look at this. He's a, like he's a terrible example because he, tr- he truly gives less of a fuck about it than about anything of this shit than anybody. Cause right? you should, right? You should, like, you should just not give a fuck. Like, I don't know. He's, he's the, he's the model of, uh, I have black friends and doesn't say it. <laughs> The, funny, the <laughs> yeah. funniest aspect of McCusker getting dragged into everything that happened in September was that there was a picture floating of him around in a Minions costume. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. Well, oh, that yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, how do you, how do you feel? How do you, well? I I just uh, I'm I'm appreciative of you like actually like approaching all that shit earnestly and kind of giving that to us like how does it feel getting that all out and uh, and are you aware of how often people are like what the fuck happened with tires what the fuck happened with delco tires isn't over tires is far from over whoa Uh, john would it be fair to say that there's a lot of tread left i think there's a lot of tread left i think there's some new tread on the tires uh oh that's cool as fuck yeah, I would say there's somebody interested. Like every at every turn, there's somebody interested in tires. That is, it's nice to hear that they're interested. It's always like, oh, that's nice to hear that. Um, Dude, people are think, clamoring for. Do you do you like? I yeah. I know that you're not like super internety. People are fucking clamoring yeah. for tires. I I am. I I think I still think it's the best. Like it is. First of all, it is. Um, it's like the office in the sense where it's like this thing can go on for so many seasons and it can, you can incorporate every character we've, we've ever made in anything else um, in their own unique way. Like you're the, like, it's like a, a fucking, 
I don't know. It's like Dorothy. It's like you were there. You were there. You know? <laughs> and it's like Rainey's there. Butterly's there. Like all these, all these people exist in that world, in that Tires universe. Because like it's so conducive to that type of humor. Because it's all improv. Um, and to me, it's just, it, I don't know. It's just, it, everybody that watched, like there was a dude at a, uh, actually, I don't want to say the company, but. He reached out to me. He was like, hey, man, I just, he was like a guy that I was like, whoa. Uh, he was like, I just watched this. Do you mind if I share it with some of my colleagues? Is it Warren Michaels? Mm, <laughs> no. Uh, but does, does his name, John, does his name rhyme with porn dykels? Uh, I will. Uh, I, first of all, this is, that's not the person I'm talking about. And I certainly don't want to say anything about Warren Michaels, but. Um, oh shit! <laughs> but, no, no, no. But um, I, I think I don't think there's anything wrong with saying like people that know Shane have watched him. Like, oh, what's going on with this? Um, but there was somebody like a couple months ago who like reached out about them. I was like, hey, can I share it with people that I work with? And I was like, I looked up this guy's credentials. I was like, oh my god, he's like the head of this network. And I think he was just like, I would never make this but I think it's the funniest thing I've seen in a long time. And you're like, ah, oh, man, like, what a fucking world. Like, and again, uh, the, the, I'm very happy to, to, to be a part of it, but uh, um, I'm trying to think of the right thing this, to say. This is Basically, I think, I think that Tyres is definite. I think Delco is beyond dead. It's because if you want to get it back from Comedy Central, you have to have a million dollars. But tires is a better vehicle for the the actors. Tires is a better vehicle for you. It's a better vehicle for Tommy. It's a better vehicle for everybody. Like, think about The Office or Parks and Rec, where it's like nine seasons in, all of a sudden, you start seeing these people pop up. Like, whoa, that's a great new character. That's what that's what all these people are for us. so I haven't given up on tires and there are people that are very, very adamant about not giving up on tires that are, Is, I, I mean, this might I, think, be, I think, I think it'll be made. This might be more tires confirmation than anyone's received since it was like originally shared on the internet. Yeah. It's, 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 I, pro, I promise you one way or another, someone's going to make this. Holy fuck. It'll be, it will be very, very. I mean, we wrote we wrote six episodes for the network that wanted to buy it, and I, like, I remember like me and Gerben and O'Connor were like before we submitted these episodes, we were like, you know, and obviously Shane was involved, but Shane was like so busy because he was touring at the time and all that stuff. But we like read these episodes and we we're like, are we wrong? Is this like, is this shit? <laughs> this is like endless. It was endless. It was like you could. You could write a million episodes of this, and it was easy. And that's just how we thought about it. I'm sorry for constantly interrupting you. I'm just very excited right now. I don't mind, dude. I don't mind. But I I cannot fathom, you know, how somebody could watch that and not get the concept, but also, just as importantly, not see that Shane is a fucking star that comes along once in forever. Like it is uh, they, astounding the pull that the, the 
the, the gravitational pull that he has when he's in fucking anything, how that can be ignored by somebody, by anybody. Oh, they, they, they do. They, I, they, everybody that, again, this is like the thing about Lauren is like, Shane was only in New York for a year mm-hmm. and he got an audition at SNL, which is like unprecedented. And then he got that, he did that audition and like, he called me, I mean, I'm sure he called a million other people afterwards, but like, I talked to him that day and he was like, Lauren was laughing during my audition. And that is not common. Mm-hmm. And it's because he was, I would bet Lauren was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. how often do you see this? <laughs> a guy over six foot who's white, who has this viewpoint mm-hmm. and, and is delivering it perfectly. And he's, and he's, he's funny and he's interesting. And he's not just another guy who's like, uh, you know, I think we should be respecting women to quote Tim. Uh <laughs> Dude, that's my fucking closer. Please don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But uh, I think that's what people like when they watch tires. They're like, like the one company I talked to, they were like, Shane is obviously like, we're, we're, you're talking a star here, but like this show doesn't work without Steve and doesn't work without Chris because like those are three completely different characters. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have those, Pete, those characters, the difference in characters, you don't have a show. And then you don't have like essentially like um, we were trying to explain it to to one company, and we were like Shane is um, imagine like the tire the auto body shop is is just waters, and Gerben is like alone in the water, and Shane is just a shark that he can't see, <laughs> and that's what every episode is is like he knows there's a shark in the water, and he doesn't know when it's gonna fucking nip at his feet. And it'll never eat him because that won't be satisfying because then he would kill him. He would just rather bother him. So it's like. At, like if you're explaining it to them work. that way, they're like, now, could the shark be black? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Jaws music, but with a bass beat behind it. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Damn, my blood's fucking pumping. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, let's uh, let's lighten the mood and slide over the slide over the Patreon. I, I gotta fucking take a break and piss and everything. Um, John, can you stick around and, and chill us a little bit more on the Patreon? Yeah, hell yeah. Yes, please. Thank you. Um, hell yeah. All right. Uh, we'll see you guys over the uh, on the Patreon. Um, if you're not already on it, it's a fucking dollar. They're probably getting sued out of existence, so get in while you can. Uh, I will kill myself when Patreon gets put out of business. Uh, so like I said, just enjoy it while it's still here. Um. Also, dude, go ahead, when that Mike. happens, Tim, we're going over to OnlyFans and showing our assholes. Yeah, dude, I'm going to be a non-stigmatized sex worker the second Patreon goes down. And if you don't respect me, all right, my fucking boys will be chirping at you on the internet. Best believe, and we'll be slurping at you. <laughs> Hell yeah! Follow me and Mike on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I'm at Tim Butterly on everything. Um, Mike, what are you at? M Rainy eighty two at Mike. Mike Rainey 82, I think. At Mike Rainey yeah, 82 Mike Rainey on Twitter. 82. Yeah. Uh, especially this week, uh, as we figure out the details for the live uh, UFC event that we're planning in Philly. Um, we'll get the details out as soon as possible, as soon as we solidify everything. And uh, also follow me on uh, Twitch, twitch.tv slash Tim Butterly. Um, had the first like in-person event the other night. It was a huge success. You could go back and rewatch it if you don't believe me. And uh, we're going to be doing more events like that 
um, hopefully semi-regularly uh, going forward. There's a new UFC game coming out. I think I'm going to try to beat the fuck out of Shane in it in a, in a couple of weeks' time. Um, uh, one thing before we go, Tim, I just want to say uh, don't forget to go to BlueChew.com. Use promo code FATBIRD to get a free supply of Blue Chew. Uh, make sure your dick's hard. And also, um, I want to take my kids to the Water Park this week, so please, guys, go sign up for that. Yeah, if, you, <laughs> if you're not edging during the entire <laughs> episode, stop watching. It's not for you. All right, we'll, uh, we'll see you guys over on the Patreon. Thanks a lot. Later, guys.